3,000 years ago, in the holy city of Jerusalem, King Solomon built a magnificent temple. In it was said to be the most holy object on earth, the Ark of the Covenant, containing the Ten Commandments, the very stones God gave Moses on Mount Sinai. Well, gentlemen, I guess that just about wraps it up. Where is the Ark? I thought we'd settle that. The Ark is somewhere very safe. From whom? The Ark is a source of unspeakable power, and it has to be researched. And it will be, I assure you, Dr. Brody, Dr. Jones. We have top men working on it right now. Who? Top men. Getting to the bottom of that just got a whole lot weirder. I looked at you and said, repeat that. You said I've got to get to the bottom of that. We have liftoff. Check out what's coming up on today's episode. Unless you're dumb. You're talking about one of the most important things uh, attributed to the Jewish... God's um, power? Yeah. Yeah. The Jewish tradition. I mean, you're not going to throw something like that. You're not going to melt it down unless you're a an enemy. Unless you're and, a real turd. Yeah, but... <laughs> and then again, I don't... I, I... I don't know. If I... I don't know if God would let that. Is that I don't think he'd let it happen that, either. But I kind of... I'm kind of siding with the Maccabee. Yeah, me too. That it's hidden in the catacombs. <clears throat> in the catacombs. I like the hidden thing. Yeah, I think it's. Let's more. talk about. Let's real quick. I don't have any notes on it, but I do, I, I'm doing this from me- memory. They're 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 taking the ark. Mm. They they were very specific on how to carry it as well. They had these yeah. two ring ring ringlets on each corner, and right. they have these poles that shove through them, and you had to. Hoist it on your shoulder, and they and they wherever they traveled in the desert, they had to put up this tent and make the make this home for this this uh, this ark of the covenant. Yeah, and some guy, I think the lid was falling off. Yeah, you talking about the guard that touched right? it? Yeah, wasn't the lid slipping? Somebody fell down. Something slipped, and he was like, "Hey, let me let me catch that." Gone. <laughs> Did he vaporize? Dead. Or just <laughs> he just died? See, boom. So like, I mean, somebody exploded. seeing that, somebody seeing that, and then. Every year, there's a priest going in here. They had to tie a rope around his leg, mm-hmm. it, just in case. He's and dead. probably, and probably did happen. If there was anything wrong in that dude's life, vaporized, boom, dead. Pull him out. What happened to uh, was that Aaron's sons? Did something wrong with I him? I think so. And our listeners are going to fact check us and probably tell us. Maybe we should have looked up scripture and had this ready, but I just didn't. Dice Man Enterprises exclusively presents a talk show that will get to the bottom of things once and for all. And now here's your host for Let's Get to the Bottom of That, Three Weirdos on a Mic. That's right, my conspiracy nuts. And you know who you are. This is Byron Dice. You're listening to Let's Get to the Bottom of That Podcast. Probably the best, worst show on the internet. And I'm joined in studio with the other two weirdos on the mic. They need no introduction. Jason and Joey. Konnichiwa. Yeah. Shishi. What's up, fellas? Come on in. Come on in, listeners. The water is fine. It's at room temperature. Mm, yeah, it's not too cold. It's not too hot. 
fluoride if you free. Feel like you need, yeah, fluoride free. If you need to dip your toe in, the, the in you know at the small end, yeah. just dip it in. But come on in. You may okay. be healed. Maybe healed. Yeah, yeah, pool of Bethesda. It's not demonic. Ah. I always think. Ah. I, I love how we uh, overlap shows. Every we, time we talk about stuff, we're like, oh, we just oh, we just mentioned stuff. We yeah. just mentioned stuff, and, and the listeners are going, "What is he talking about?" No, I think they or is he going? No, oh, I have. I knew. I heard what he said the last time. Yeah, yeah. Hey, today is episode seventy-one. If you're keeping count, as I do, yeah, we have to. It's the Ark of the Covenant. I don't know if you got a theme going on here. If here. you if you feel a little theme going on with our uh, shows theming. here recently, mm. I don't know what we call it. But it's uh, Indiana Jones uh, quest style shows. Things uh, that are ancient, uh, ancient artifacts. relics, artifacts. Yeah, yeah. We could call it the ancient artifact show. Saga. Oh, the ancient, the ancient, the ancient art- artifact series. Okay. <laughs> actually, we should. That's pretty sweet. Dude. Yeah, actually, it is. Okay, I could we PR just that. did it right here. Dude. Yeah, you're gonna PR it. Yeah. Hey guys, I don't know if you know this, but uh, Jason is our social media manager now. Yeah. And uh, if you if you 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 see him posting stuff, that's it's him. Because so Byron, follow us on TikTok. Yeah, because Byron sucks. You needed some help, bro. It dude, was bad, dude. I don't know what I'm doing. Was, either, why was so. it so bad? You're just, you just don't have a. You're just not. You're not in it, bro. <laughs> wow. It just takes a. Dude, I'm, I'm, only, not, I'm, I'm the only I'm one that gets on Instagram dude. and says, "Hey guys, we got mm. a show coming up tomorrow. Don't I forget know. to tune in. Gate to gate. What's wrong with that? Yeah, but it's all off, dude. You, you can't never do it. it. You got the. Uh, you got the face like. <laughs> You got the angles wrong. He's fired. You're like, listen, <laughs> he's not- tune in, everybody. <laughs> like Joey, he drops his phone. Oh, ah, 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 yeah. he's, I'm back. I'm back. But you know and what? We got else? a show coming out. Yeah, but you know what? Who didn't? Joey. Yeah. I don't have social media. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Well, do you know why? Um, oh, because of porn. <laughs> no, no, it's not wrong. No, why? Because social media is the devil. Dude. It is. It, it well, is. So. So what what are we supposed to do then? I, we, that's uh, where everybody's that, living. That's where I'll, our listeners live. That's why live. I'm taking the hit for you guys cuz I've been taking the hit for years yeah. for oh, you guys. Years dude, we haven't been Okay, <laughs> I've been taking okay, I've taking the hit for months. All right. All right, let's get into we the show. We appreciate it. Let's party. Let's get it. All right. Um, we're not going to we're not going to fill we, the time. But we yeah, wait, wait, yeah, no, we will agree that we should call this the Ancient Artifact Saga or series for the our listeners. The Ancient Artifact series. And we're going to end it um with a really good show. Hope you guys, you know, stay tuned for that one next show actually. Yeah, actually, yeah. All right, let's go. Uh you know what? Let's go. Let me start with what is the Ark of the Covenant. In go case ahead. our listeners don't know. Uh God made a covenant. Yes, he did. With, and this is all biblical. You can find this entire uh, subject matter in the Bible if you search it out. Very detailed, by It's the way. very detailed. Now, God made a covenant, a conditional covenant, with the children of Israel, okay, through his servant Moses. Um, he, promised, <laughs> he promised to be good to them and their children for generations if they obeyed him and his laws. Why is that funny? <laughs> Why is that funny, Byron? Because I, what's, I don't, what's going on? Yeah, over what's there, up? I just I don't know. It's just hey, I'll be good to you if you're good to me. Well, the way it's you just, worded it's it, it's just um, if they obeyed him and his laws. So it is by works. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I always I always do that with my Christian circles. When somebody <laughs> when somebody says something about doing the wrong thing or you know sinning, yeah. I'm like, so it is about works. Yeah, do you know what I usually say? So I go, so you're not saved. <laughs> go, keep on going, keep on going. Uh, but he always warned of despair, punishment, and dispersion if they were to disobey. Wow, that's pretty bad. 
Yeah. Hey, I'll here's some good stuff if you do this, but if you don't, here's some stuff that's going to happen. As a sign of his covenant, he had the Israelites make a box. There was this box according to his own design. And you can read this. It is very detailed. Yeah. In the way he said, build me this box. Six cubits. Yeah. Six cubits and three furlongs. Uh, so it was his own design. And what he was going to do is he's going to place stone tablets inside the box. Mm. What? What were these stone tablets? They were the uh, Maybe you've heard of this. The Ten Commandments. Oh, that was a buildup. I missed it. Dang it. Continue on. Keep reading. Which, which is actually God's moral law. <laughs> If you didn't know that. Yeah. And what was the law for? Well, the law was to show how much of a douchebag you are. Mm. No. That's in modern terms. Yeah. That's uh, what the law was for, to show you how sinful you are. No, I think, I believe. Oh, here we go, a debate. The the law was to show us who God is. Ooh. That was theology at its core. That God gave us his law to show us humans who he is. Well, I mean, in an, in essence... In sure. essence, and yeah. I and uh, I disagree with both have, of you guys. I have to disagree with that, and I disagree with it, both of you guys. State, well, you can find in later scriptures where it tells you exactly what the law is for. Romans It's written on men's hearts now. But I think the law was given. It's here's what I think. This is just my opinion. Okay, it was God saying to His people, to people, this is your sandbox. You stay in this sandbox. Don't get out of this sandbox. The end. I, I think it's I think it's more simplistic than that. Like I said, it was to show you how much of a sinful person you are and why you need a savior. Because without the law, look what happened before the law. Hello, the flood. Yeah. Get the flood. I'm going to kill everybody on the planet. That's that's not till later. Though. Let's not get in the weeds. Yeah, yeah, let's not get. In the but weeds. well, I'm just saying to keep the tablets. To, to, to in. me, that's the simplest form. Uh, the Ten Commandments were God's moral law. We broke the moral law. Jesus came to save us. That, that to me, that's yeah. The but sin, why? That's why is the moral? What is the moral law? It's God's standard. You can't. You can't. Why is it, it his standard? Why is it his standard? Yeah, because he's the holy, just. Because it's who he creator. is. Yeah. Dang. Signed, sealed, delivered. Continue on. Of course, that's who he is. But who are you? If you it, look, you know that, right? But without presenting that to you to show you who he is. Yeah. You can, oh, that's who you are. Okay, let me go back over to fornication. <laughs> well, it was... Just to show you how much of a douchebag you are. It's the same thing. It's God showing us who he is. So I that agree we can, with that. Because he is the holiest of holies, and to mm. be with God, and that was the whole deal with his Ark of the Covenant. It was for God to be able to rest to be with, with us. People, yeah. mm. To be with his people. So the the tablets, all those things, is like, if if you guys want to be with me, like, this is who I am. I need... Purity, because if you are coming into the holiest of holies, which is me, you will die. Yeah, you can't. You can't. Yeah. Come, you, you don't can't, want to smoke. You can't come around me with your filth. Basically, yeah. you can't. Yeah, because you're a douchebag. No, because I am who I am. No, yeah. it was never out of hatred, though. That's no, what I, right. no, it's you just who he is, and you can't. You can't handle it. And that's what you can't Satan, handle the truth. That's what Satan did in the garden. Is he separated us from God mm. through our sin? Because God can't be with us. So then he had to atone for our right. sins with Jesus Christ. <clears throat> anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Theology. <laughs> 101. <laughs> the law. Run okay, so, so uh, the box or the chest, it was called the ark. And it was made of a sea of wood. I hope I said that right. 
Acacia wood. It was overlaid. Acacia. Oh, good one. Okay. See, it was overlaid with gold. Oh, I'm right here. This this word right here, bro. Uh, Acacia. I like that. Acacia. Sounds like fornication. Uh, Rachel, please help us. It is Acacia. I promise you. Uh, Yeah, because he built one. Um, Joey did. Yeah, I built um, a replica. It was overlaid with gold. The ark was to be housed in the inner sanctum of the tabernacle in the desert. And easy, you're spilling water over there. And eventually the temple, at, in the de- eventually it was going to be in the temple when it was built in Jerusalem. The chest is known as the Ark of the Covenant. Mm. Okay? So the uh, there was some other stuff in there too that we'll talk about other than the Ten Commandments. But the real significance of the Ark of the Covenant was... Uh, what took place involving the lid of the box known as the mercy seat. Okay. The term mercy seat comes from a Hebrew word meaning to cover or placate or appease or to cleanse or to cancel or make atonement for. Okay. It was here that the high priest once a year, now you can find this in Leviticus 16, the priest would go into what they call the Holy of Holies. Mm -hmm. This was like, Hey, I'm going in here, put a string in my ankle. If I burn up, just pull me out and get my garment, sell my garments to my kids. Right. Okay. So he had to go in here and atone for the sins of the Israelites. Yeah. So the, the priest would sprinkle blood of a sacrificed animal. What kind of animal? On It was a blank, it was a spotless animal. It had to be spotless. Uh, any, any type of animal? No. I think it was a lamb. I think it had to be a lamb. Yeah, just gonna get an X. which the um, can't just be a lizard, right? <laughs> <laughs> Spotless lizard, a gecko. Yeah, well, those are unclean too. Yeah, those the, guys. the reason why I say I am asking this question because it's the instructions were very specific. Oh, definitely. And I, you know, it's good yeah. Don't we venture have, off. Yeah, of these. Which is, it can't just be any animal. It has to be a specific animal. <laughs> specific way. Yeah, spotless lamb. And they could only go into the holiest of holies once a year. Yeah, once a year. A specific time. Mm-hmm. So God's it's wrath, big was, God's wrath was stored up for an entire year, and mm-hmm. and so we got to go in and atone for this. It's almost like, hey, here we go, atone. We're, I'm getting the atonement. Pull the relief valve. Okay, we're good for a year. Mm. Yeah, appeased. Yeah, appeased. And he's like, well, okay, atoned. Boom. I'm glad y'all got that uh, safe. Uh, so they entered the holy of holies where the ark was kept and atoned for sins and the sins of the Israelites. They would sprinkle blood of an animal into the mercy seat to appease the wrath and anger of God for past sins committed. This was the only place in the world where the atonement could take place. Yeah. By the ark. Mm. Yeah. Now, the mercy seat on the ark was a symbolic foreshadowing of the ultimate sacrifice for all sin. Mm. The blood of Christ shed on the cross for the remission of sins. Past, present, and future. Yeah. Now, the Apostle Paul, he was a former Pharisee. And he he was one. That was me. Did you? <laughs> that was a wild lizard. animal, dude. <laughs> I thought that was a gecko. That, 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 like that was our FBI agent like, listening in. FBI, FBI, open up. <laughs> I like how just everything is off the rails. And the listeners probably are like, didn't even hear that. Yeah, hear and like, what are these guys talking about? They heard it. No, we heard it. Oh, they... I'm going to go back and listen to it and amplify it. So Paul, the apostle. Yeah, he was once a Pharisee. Pharisee. He was very familiar with the Old Testament. Mm. He was very smart. And he knew this concept very well when he wrote about Christ being our covering for sin in Romans 3, 24 through 25. Mm. So he had like an insight. 
So when he was writing about the Christ atonement, he was like going back and remembering this mercy seat for yeah. the ark. So he had a very deep understanding of what Christ did. For Can us. I piggyback real quick? Go ahead. Dude, do it. Let me hop in a little bit. Um, so in Eden, uh, Adam and Eve, <clears throat> they uh, ate the forbidden fruit. Uh, Jesus or God put um, two angels, flaming two, swords, two cherubim, yeah, to uh, basically guard the entrance to Eden. So Eden is to be with God. So this Ark of the Covenant, there is two cherubim, so two agent angels, um, guarding the mercy seat, right, facing each other. The veil to get into the holiest of holies was two cherubim guarding the holiest of holies. Mm. Okay. So you see the symbolism there, right? Absolutely. So again, two angels, two angels, there has to be atonement to be able to come into the holiest of holies through two angels, right? To even get to the mercy seat. What happened when Jesus died? The veil was torn in two from top to bottom. The veil was torn in two and the holiest and holies was revealed so that everyone can come into the holiest of holies through his atonement for our sins. So, hey, here's a good question. Speaking of that, now that you mention that, because I've always wondered this, since we're, and maybe we'll get into this in a minute. We probably will. <clears throat> maybe. If, <laughs> we'll see, I don't know. I love his confidence. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, when the veil was torn, yeah. What in the temple when Jesus died? What was that veil? That was the veil. Into where? The holiest of holies. And what was inside there? The um, It would have been the temple, right? That's what I'm thinking. That would have been the Ark of Covenant. <clears throat> right, but it wasn't there, was it? When was that? What is that, 30 AD? Yeah, it was already missing so, by then. Yeah. Last recorded time we have, and we'll go into it. That's true. Yeah, so it was what the were first they, temple. what were they doing? Well. Were they just faking it? They, they had made to. It. <laughs> they had to have been. That's a good point. They're just faking it until they made it. Then so they, they got had... all up in arms. Oh, the veil's torn! Oh my gosh! But you, there was no God. Wasn't matter. your presence wasn't there? That's even more symbolic, though, because His presence isn't. It there. It wasn't even there. The veil's torn. It reveals that His presence isn't there. <laughs> oh mm. man, you just Ooh. gotta we love just had that, church. dude. Oh my gosh. <sighs> It wasn't there. It was on the cross, bro. Dude, and, oh. and and here's the deal, dude. Nobody understands this. Jesus on the cross, dying for our sins, had so many different facets. So it was so intricate. It 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 would. There is so much symbolism in everything from start to finish, from Genesis to Revelation. Oh, it's prophesied, it's, bro. Oh. It, it gives me chills every time I think about it. But here's a question I want to know. I don't know if the art the, theologian over here, Joey, will be able to answer this. <laughs> we'll see. Um, <laughs> So, if Jesus' sacrifice on the cross um, atoned for past, present, future sins yeah. of of the world for all eternity, mm-hmm. right? Then why? And if God is outside of time and He knew He was Jesus, Him He was Jesus was going to go to the cross and atone for those sins. Why would we need the Ark of Covenant if if His foreknowledge already knew that it was they were already going to be atoned mm-hmm. anyway? Well, He had to do something. Why was I mean, the he Ark just, a thing he just, before Jesus? He just couldn't anyway. leave him out there reckless. I mean, he had, I mean, look what happened before the flood. <laughs> but what if? But would you hear, you understand what I'm saying? If Jesus, is, I see what you're saying. Like, Jesus, what's the purpose? If Jesus's uh, atonement was for past, past, present, and future of eternity, yeah, I see what you're saying. Then why was the Ark Covenant even needed? 
if those <clears throat> sins were already. Because I think I think well, the most simplest at that way. Time, it, it wasn't. No, no, they were because Jesus was sent, Jesus sacrifice had. Yeah, it, but in Leviticus sixteen, Jesus hadn't been sacrificed. You're yeah, but he's think. saying he's saying outside of time, Jesus's their sins are already forgiven. Right. Right. So the only thing that I can think of is is like inside of time. Yeah. God's funny. God's uh always wanted to be with his creation. So mm. now we're getting into some weird <laughs> But that's just right when you were talking I I was thinking about that like man, that's uh that's a that's a trippy thought. Or maybe let, maybe let me, that's me, why we were able to get into <clears throat> his because when you think about it, like Jesus was the ultimate atonement, and this is I'm formulating this as I'm thinking about it, and I say that a lot on the show. Good formulation, but uh, <clears throat> like as holy as God is, do you really think a shameless lamb back in the day was Equi- e- 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 sufficient mm. sufficient to get into his holy? I thought holy? about that too. You know, or was Jesus's blood already paid for? And it was just symbolic. Maybe. I don't Ooh. know. <clears throat> I don't know. That's an interesting thought, dude. Yeah. We're getting the weasel. You mean, you mean like it was It was like almost a credit? No. Until, until it happens? Maybe just a symbolic act of um, obedience. Or maybe. Well, or well faith. I, I don't have to disagree because sometimes somebody would go in there and die. That's true. That's true. So, I mean, or that guard touched it, yeah. burnt up. Yeah. That's true. That's yeah. true, man. That's an interesting. I don't know. That's yeah. a... Let, me, let me finish. Let me finish this this paragraph, and then I've got a theory time, real quick. Well, I got a bunch too, but um, so this, let's is, see. A, this is a conspiracy theory. Show, where, so where, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. where is the? Uh, where was that? So there was a. As Christians, we no longer took the ark, but to the Lord Jesus Himself as the propitiation, Ooh. and the atonement for what our a sins. Theological word you just used. Yes, propitiation. Thank you, Rachel. She's going to give me some deep stuff. She's going to give me five stars. Substitute. So here we go. Theory time. Mm. Bumps. I've heard it. I've heard it said that no nobody knows where the Ark of the Covenant was. Okay. It's been lost Mm -hmm. for Mm -hmm. centuries. Even when Jesus was dying on the cross, it wasn't even in the veil. This is this is this is true. There are catacombs under Jerusalem. Oh my gosh. I've heard this. Yeah. Uh-oh. Yep. Is it possible that someone, I don't know who who would have put it there, but the ark of the covenant was under Calvary, under the Golgotha, mm-hmm. and Jesus's blood actually dripped down and landed on the mercy seat. That'd be man That'd be awesome. Well, physically in this world, because we know he did it, you know, in the in the heavens. I uh, I watched a documentary on this. That'd be cool, and that's very plausible because there is, like you said, there are catacombs under it, and there's a catacomb specifically under where Jesus was killed that like has not been searched yet. There's no possible way to it because of the war um, for that area. Um, They haven't really sent anyone underneath. To check. Okay. So um, potential plausibility. That, that, who knows? That was yeah. That was just theory time right there. I don't know if it's true, but it's very cool to think about that oh. his actual blood landed on the mercy seat, which is what Atoned. the which was the lambs. They had to do that every year uh, in Leviticus. Uh, just side note here: the Israelites are Israelites today. The Jewish people are all the best <clears throat> um, warriors and combatants to fight in underground tunnels. You they just wanted t- to throw that out. They there? teach. 
uh, like the Navy SEALs, Rangers. Mossad? That's, yeah. That's pretty slick, dude. That's what I read. Um, I, th- so I just went over what is the Ark of the Covenant. Joey, do you want to take uh, yeah, something and go? Let's take it, dude. Uh, and then next I'll go what ha- I've got what happened and what was inside. So not only were there, were there Ten Commandments, there were some other things inside. We, we can I go got that. that. I was going to hit that first. Be we'll go ahead. Go, yeah, hit it, bro. Um, <laughs> contain- dun, 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 it's dun, supposedly dun. containing the two stone tablets or the Ten Commandments. Uh, it also contained Aaron's rod for Moses and a pot of manna. That budded. Wait, A-rod? Yeah. A-rod? Well, it's po- it's important that you, you mentioned that his his rod that had buds on it. Yeah. It budded. What do you mean? The flower? Like flowered? Yeah. His rod actually had buds coming out of it. I didn't know that. I didn't know <clears> that. It's interesting. It was venerated by the ancient Israelites and was carried by priests during their 40 years of wandering the desert. Um. We talked about the Holy and Holies, the innermost and the most sacred area of the tabernacle and later in the Temple of Jerusalem. Uh, the fate of the Ark is unknown and has been subject to considerable speculation. Various claims and theories about its location have been proposed. Some suggest that it was hidden before the Babylonian siege of Jerusalem. Mm. That's kind of what you're talking about. <clears throat> While others believe it was taken to Ethiopia. However, there is no conclusive historical or archaeological evidence to support any of these theories. So let's go through a couple of these. <clears throat> Um, okay, where are you at? I'm still at the top. Oh, okay. <clears throat> oh, we already talked about its significance. Center to worship, associated with miracles and divine actions, divine judgment. So, history and theories. Scroll down. About okay, gotcha. its location. So, initially the Ark was kept in the tabernacle, a uh, portable sanctuary, sanctuary used by the Israelites during their desert wanderings. After the Israelites settled in Canaan, King Solomon built the first temple in Jerusalem where the ark was placed in the Holy of Holies. This was the last undisputed location of the ark recorded in the Bible. Where so was undisputed. It? Where was it? Undisputed. Uh, first temple King Solomon built. So, that, okay, I'll, I'll, okay. <coughs> I'm going to give a biblical reference in a minute if you don't have it. Go for it, dude. Hit it. No, go ahead because I've, i got to find it, so keep talking. Babylonian conquest. The fate of the Ark becomes uncertain after the Babylonian conquest of the Jerusalem. This is in 1587 uh, to 1586 BCE. The Bible does not explicitly mention the Ark's being taken or destroyed by the Babylonians, leading to various theories about its, uh, its fate. So, one tradition suggests, suggests that the Ark was hidden to prevent it from falling into the hands of the Babylonians. According to the apocryphal two Maccabees, the prophet Jeremiah, following a divine revelation, ordered the tent and the ark should accompany him, and he took him to a cave on Mount Nebo, hiding okay. him there. Um, the account in Second Maccabees two four through eight tells of the prophet Jeremiah being warned by God of the impending Babylonian invasion. In response to divine revelation, Jeremiah took action to preserve the ark of the covenant. Jeremiah, along with some faithful followers, is said to have taken the ark, the tabernacle, and the altar of incense and hidden them in a cave in Mount Nebo. Mount Nebo is significant because it's where Moses was granted to view the promised land before he died. Once the ark and other items were placed inside the cave, the entrance was sealed and the location was made obscure. The intention was to keep the ark safe and hidden until God chose to reveal its location again. This text goes on to say that the location of the ark would remain unknown until God gathered his people together again and showed mercy to them. This implies a future revelation 
or discovery that has not occurred according to narrative. It's important to note that the uh, uh, Second Maccabees is considered uh, uh, considered apocryphal by many Christian uh, Christian traditions mm-hmm. and is not accepted by canonical. Have you guys read it? By uh, uh, Judaism. What is this said Maccabees you're talking about? It's in the apocryphal. So the the Maccabean War. The apocryphal. Was, <laughs> The Mac, it's 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 basically the accounts of the Maccabean War. So the Maccabean War was like after I think it was after the was that after Nebuchadnezzar? Do you know much about the Maccabean I do War? Not. So it was this huge <laughs> war where um, about the Maccabees, where the Jewish people were almost exterminated, and um, there's this huge uprising. It's pretty interesting stuff, okay. but it wasn't considered canon because it was written after the canonization of. The original Jews, because remember, in our last episode, I said that the 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 Bible was basically given to Church of Laodicea. Yeah, it was because they already had a Jewish canon at this point in time, right? right. And that was that was what was brought into <coughs> the, the and that Torah. Jewish canon were the yeah. scrolls. Well, the from... Torah is the first five books, and then there's the wisdom so the, chapters and yeah. So they had that that in scrolls, the yeah. Torah, and then they had the other. All did they have all the way to Malachi? Um, I'm not sure. I believe okay. so. But it was you know, the, basically the canon we have is the canon they already have. So Maccabees, the Apocryphal, all those things. The Catholic Church, they put it into the Bible, but mo- most people don't. What they put in? The Maccabees? Maccabees, the Apocryphal. It's the Apocryphal. Oh, okay. Man. Yeah, so that's... That's how I know about it, because my friend, um, he he went to school um, to be a theologian, and yeah, that's how I know about the Maccabees. So is there any uh, historical evidence of the, the Ark? Is that where you just uncovered that? Was in the yeah, apocryphal? in 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 the Apocry- in the apocryphal in Maccabees. The Maccabees, okay. So yeah, so kind of like the Book of Enoch. A little bit, okay. Got a little you. bit. So yeah, I don't know. I don't think in Book of Maccabee or any of those books are mentioned in the canon, whereas the Book of Enoch <clears throat> was. Oh, so, gotcha, like Jude. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, yeah none of that. No, that That's stuff. But it does give it does give insight to the history in basically that war, the Maccabean war, because there was literally another war to try to snuff out the Jewish people. And uh, he was able to take supposedly this ark and it's hidden somewhere in Mount Nebo. Mount Nebo. So um, the most famous claim is that Mm -hmm. the ark resides in the Ethiopian city of Aksum Mm. at the church of St. Mary of Zion. It's always at a church. It is. It's always a saint. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah, what's up with that, dude? Ethiopian uh, Christians believe that it was brought to Ethiopia by Menelik or Menelik, the son Menelik of King What? <laughs> How many? Yeah, Candy. Did Menelik you... Candy. Uh the son of King Solomon and the Queen of Sheba. What? However, there is no however no one is allowed to see the ark, making this claim very difficult to well, I say we get a team of seals and go bust in there. With video footage. Did you have that scripture you wanted to? Oh, I was going to see. Um, I want to keep going if you had some. Um, what was I looking for? I don't know. You oh, said you oh, were yeah, going to yeah, find yeah. it. <laughs> um, what happened? So basically what happened to the ark is a question that is, you know, everybody's like, what right. happened? What happened? Where is, yeah, where is it? In the, 18th cent- in the 18th year of his reign, King Josiah of Judah ordered the caretakers of the ark to return it to the temple in Jerusalem. That's in Second Chronicles 35, 1 through 6. Also, it's mentioned in Second Kings 23, 23, 21 through 23. 
that is the le- is, that's what I want to mention. The last time the ark's location is actually mentioned in scriptures are those two scriptures I just mentioned. Mm. Wow. Forty years later, where you pick up King Nebuchadnezzar of Babylon captured Jerusalem, raided the temple. Yeah. Less than ten years after that, he returned, took what was left in the temple, then burned it to the ground. So there was. So 10 you're like, years. what happened to the ark? There was ten years of time. Yeah. They between, could have gotten the ark out of there. That's yeah. true. That's but interesting. That's, I wanted to mention that the the <laughs> actual scripture reference of the ark the last time it was mentioned in Second Chronicles and Second Kings. I bet you it's in the catacombs. That's interesting. It makes sense. So uh, there, there is um, a couple theories. So uh, let me get into this Ethiopian one. Oh. Uh, sorry. <laughs> Jump the gun. Jump well, the gun. Think about hey, it. Wait, wait. I want to go back. I don't want to breeze over this. This romantic encounter between, between King Solomon and Sheba. Yeah. Queen of Sheba. And they dude. had, is this an actual dude that we, it's not in scripture, but King historical? Solomon? No, no, no. Menelik. Yeah. Yeah. What do you mean? Like, you know him personally? Yeah, Menelik. You know Menelik? Come on, bro. I mean, is he in historical records, but he's not mentioned in the, the canon of the Bible? A, a son that King Solomon had with Sheba? That's not mentioned in the Bible? Son. It's not, but so what I was going to say... But is that historical record? Is the Ethiopians have kept a ridiculous record. Oh, okay. Uh, so there's... And this is... Have you guys heard of the... Uh, uh, Nosferian? Or Nostafarian? Yes, yes, yes. Nostafarian? Yeah. yeah. So what they do is they they worship this guy called Mayor Selassie or something like what? that. What? Yeah, and it they believe that he is re, in reincarnation of Jesus, Jesus Christ. Yeah. Mayor Selassie. Yes, because he can trace his lineage all the way back, all the way back to Solomon to this guy. Mm-hmm. And so they this kept, is David's son, and that's where you get a lot of people saying that Jesus was <laughs> African of descent, African descent. Yeah, because of this. Because of this, yeah. So interesting, yeah. But it's it's uh, they've kept ridiculous <laughs> records, R- ridiculous records. That's why this is the most plausible, even though no one's ever seen it. That, so that is interesting. But I want to. But, <laughs> but, but 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 Queen Sheba is mentioned in 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 the, in the scriptures. Yes. Or am I thinking of somebody else? That's Sheba from Mortal Kombat. <laughs> Shut bro. up, dude. Um, no, Queen the Queen of Sheba. She is mentioned because she went and visited Solomon and she was amazed because she brought all these gifts. Because when you go to a king, you bring gifts. When she brought her gifts, she was amazed. Like, she was yeah. like, I didn't bring anything. Look at this dude. Yeah. I brought nothing. He's he's rolling. Uh, anyway, so she is mentioned. So the glory of the kings tells the romantic encounter between Solomon and the queen of Sheba. And you know how many, you know how many wives he had. So. This is very plausible. Very plausible. <laughs> uh, the birth of the son, Menelik I. Menelik I in the Ark. The story goes that Menelik, when he came of age, traveled to Jerusalem to visit his father, Solomon. After spending some time there, he re- returned to Ethiopia. It's during this return journey that, according to Ethiopian tradition, the Ark of the Covenant was brought to Ethiopia. There are variations in the story, with some versions suggesting that the Ark was given to Menelik by Solomon, while others imply that it was taken without Solomon's knowledge or consent. Mm. The Ark in Aksum. The Ark is said to have been brought to Aksum, an ancient city in Ethiopia, where it remains to this day. It is uh, reportedly kept in the church of, like I said, St. Mary's of Zion. St. Mary. The church has been rebuilt several times, mm. and the current structure dates from the 1950s. Um, so, somebody's hiding this thing. Yeah. The Ark, like it said, the Ark in Ethiopia is shrouded in secrecy. Only the guardian, a monk appointed for life, is allowed to see the Ark. 
Their traditions of solitary uh, guardian adds to the mystery and reverence surrounding the Ark. The guardian lives and prays in the chapel adjacent to the church, spending his life in near constant vigil over the Ark. So, so well, let's just let's so just put this out there. That, though. That's some. So, so what you've read is different stories of where the people think the Ark is, right? But well, was or the last scene. So yes, so yeah, last scene. But they have, like I said, the most uh, records records <clears throat> of its location. Mm-hmm. So another theory is that the um, Ethiopian church they were given a replica of the Ark oh. by Solomon, and to that trick the, them, and that the true Ark is like you said is under the catacombs. Under that would make sense because he was the original pretty wise. temple. He was a smart guy. And the way we've read scripture, God loves just messing with people's minds. Loves it. To to put that, to have that underneath and Jesus' blood actually sprinkled on the mercy seat, mm. that's just a mind blower. Get and that's it. just like God saying, <laughs> You guys are idiots. Yeah, your ways are not my ways. <laughs> You've been atoned, baby. Um, been beautiful. atoned. Hey, I not only did the spiritual realm, boom, did it in the physical. But think about well. this: the ark is still on this planet somewhere. Somewhere, it's still <clears throat> on this planet. You today. believe that? Did it fly out in space? Well, well I mean, what about the Holy Grail? It might have been destroyed. Well, it was made of wood. Just had gold layered over, <laughs> right? It, dipped in wood. But Jason the, the really difference, believes really The is. difference between this and the Grail is this. This is, can be traced somewhere. The Grail is like, <laughs> let me make up a story. No, I and it's the, got spiritual listen, power. Listen, I know the difference because we have very detailed instructions from God on yeah. how to build this instead yeah. of a cup. Hey guys, listen before y'all sit down at the Last Supper, I want you to build this cup, right? We're gonna get some stone. I want you to like mend it up. I want it you to put this put this little thing, this diameter, so it sits on the table. It doesn't tip over. Yeah. Right, and then I want you to cup it up. It would have been into a dumpy a three, cup, three centimeter diameter. I'm just trying to riff you're off. Spicing, yeah. You're spicing it up. I get that. Anyway, but he didn't do that with the cup, but no. he did that with the Holy Grail of the, the, of the covenant. I was like, "What are you talking about, dude?" <laughs> oh, I get, I get what you're saying now. I'm like, dude, this guy's rambling. Yeah. Anyway, scroll you down. Get what I'm saying, right? Scroll down a little bit on my okay. notes. Okay. Scrolling down on the notes. So lack of direct evidence. Blah 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 blah. Okay. Blah. Other theories and legends. Various other theories about the Ark's location have surfaced over the years. Some believe it was taken to Egypt, somewhere in Europe, or even that it made its way to the United States. None of these theories have concrete evidence to support them. No, we don't have it here. Um, Why would we have it here? Hidden Jerusalem. Hey, um, wait a minute. What's up? Tell me. The Dead Sea Scrolls made it here. Yeah, for viewing. Roll Tide, baby. (laughs) For money purposes, because that's what we do. I'll be right back. Dude, bro, if... If the United States had it, they would definitely be profiting. Would it be in a museum, you think? It would be, for sure. We would have probably melted it down. Oh, come on. Really? Oh, yeah. Yeah. There's no respect here, dude. I would put that. You know how much money you could get with tourism? Yeah. Just coming to visit that thing. What if if you did that and people just coming up to the glass and it still killed folks? (laughs) Just melted. Yeah, just, you know what I'm saying? Like, the power was so great when he was in it, it's still lingering. It's just, like, sticking You're just around. like, hey, guys, 20 feet, 20-foot barrier, don't need to get any closer. And then people, like, they didn't believe him. And they were, like, some dude just ran in there, and he's, like, just vaporized. He touches it, and then he's just gone. They're like, yeah, where'd go- Jerry go? <laughs> right. All I see is his melted shoes. 
You touch why a power he, line? Why was he wearing chaps? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so one theory is it's hidden Jerusalem. We okay. talk about that. Uh, buried under the Temple Mount. Uh, it's a site of immense religious significance and yeah. contention. Can you scroll up a little bit? The glare is killing me, bro. Sorry. Contention. Some a Jewish tradition uh, traditions believe tradition. that it's hidden in a secret chamber built by King Solomon. Very plausible. That makes sense. Uh, in a cave near the Dead Sea. Uh, oh, Dead Sea Scrolls. The copper, based on part of the Copper Scroll, one of the Dead Sea Scrolls that suggest the Ark, along with other treasures, could be hidden in one of the numerous uh, caves in the Judean like Desert. I like that. I like that one. Um, taken to Egypt. Some theories propose that the Ark was taken to Egypt either during the Babylonian invasion or earlier. It could have been moved to an unknown location, possibly for safekeeping, or hidden by a fleeing group of Israelites. Mm. Uh, in Europe, there are stories and legends about the Ark being taken to various locations in Europe, especially during the time of the Crusades. <laughs> What's up? What? The Knights what? of Templar. What? 14th Let's century? Go. I'm telling you, there's this theme. Yeah. It's a good thing for our um, saga. So one tale suggests that the Knights Templar may have discovered the Ark in the Temple Mount and taken Stop. it to Europe, possibly hiding it in France or the UK. Dude. That makes sense. Dude, you know what? You know what, you know what they did? A common denominator with you know what they did. Theory time. They got the, they got the shroud. Yeah. They got the Holy Grail and yeah. the Ark, and they put it in the Ark. What? Mm. What oh, are you dude. doing? We're protecting it all. Ooh. Yep. Anyway, and they got it at Joe Byron's house <laughs> in the basement. In the United States, some speculative theories suggest that the Ark was eventually brought to the United States for safekeeping. That's, ah, Joey that's all they got. That. They would have melted it. Not at all. They would have melted <laughs> it down. Spiritual or symbolic existence. Some scholars and theologians suggest that the ark should have should be understood symbolically rather than physical oh. object. I hate when people do this, it's, dude. It's really? I, I hate symbolic Christians, dude. Like it should be just a symbol. It it's physical. not a real thing. Like no, Uh-oh. God Here is go. God is pretty clear that just keep it in your heart. There's three. Every, there's there's the symbolic, physical, spiritual. On everything. Yeah. So I, I always believe that. It's, it's, it's a trifecta. Everything's a trifecta. Holy man. Grail, Shroud, and the Ark. Boom. Destroyed or lost over time. <laughs> this is a, a more practical theory, is that the Ark was destroyed during one of the numerous conflicts. I can see that. That occurred in ancient times. As a no. wooden object overlaid with glow, gold, it. it could have been destroyed, and its gold melted down and repurposed. Somebody's earrings. Yeah. The no, gold earrings. They saw the gold. They wanted a quick buck. What if Sheba like, took it? That's true. She You're did talking take about it. one of the most. She important did take it and Menelik. You're talking about one of the most important things um, <coughs> attributed to the Jewish God's um, power. Yeah, yeah. The Jewish tradition. I mean. You're not going to throw something like that. You're not going to melt it down unless you're a an enemy. Unless you're and, a real turd. Yeah, but <laughs> and then again, I don't. I I I don't know if I. I don't know if God would let that because that's. Uh, I don't think he'd let it happen yeah, either. But I kind of. I'm kind of siding with the Maccabee thing. Yeah, me too. That it's hidden in the catacombs. <clears throat> in the catacombs. I like the hidden thing. Yeah, I think it's. Let's more. talk about. Let's real quick. I don't have any notes on it, but I do, I, I'm ball. doing this for me, memory. They're 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 taking the ark. Mm. They they were very specific on how to carry it as well. They had these yeah. two ring ring ringlets on each corner. They had right. to have these poles that shoved through them, and you had to you hoist had to carry it on your shoulder. And they and they wherever they traveled in the desert, they had to put up this tent and make the make this home for this this uh, this ark of the covenant. Yeah. And some guy, I think the lid was falling off. Yeah, you talking about the guard that touched right? it. 
Yeah. Wasn't the lid slipping? Somebody fell down. Something slipped. And he was like, hey, let me let me catch that. Gone. <laughs> Did he vaporize? Dead. Or just <laughs> He just died. See, boom. He just, so like, I mean, somebody exploded. seeing that. Somebody seeing that. And then every year there's a priest going in here. They had to tie a rope around his leg. Mm-hmm. It, just in case. Yeah. And probably and probably did happen. If there was anything wrong in that dude's life, vaporized. Boom. Dead. Pull him out. What happened to uh was that Aaron's sons? Did something wrong with I it? I think so. And our listeners are gonna fact check us and probably tell us hey, we should have looked up scripture and had this ready, but I just didn't. But I'm just well, doing this for memory. You know, we had scripture on what we had scripture on. Yeah. Now mm-hmm. we're free balling. Nothing wrong with it. Free yeah, balling. like citrus smoothie. He doesn't even believe in the scripture. All right, scroll down a little bit, please. What else you got? Uh, this is just talking about the Ethiopian claim, how it's the most... Uh, oh, not the Ethiopian. Probable, just because of the... It's just, they maintain the claim that the Ark is in Ethiopia for centuries. Oh. Uh, it's not a recent development. has been a consistent part of Ethiopian Christian belief and practice for a very long time. Uh, the belief in the presence of the Ark of Ethiopia is deeply integrated in Ethiopian culture and religious practice. Mm. Every Ethiopian Orthodox church has a replica of the Ark known as a Tabat, oh. which is central to their worship. The widespread <clears throat> cultural practice demonstrates the deep-rooted nature of the belief. Uh, the Ethiopian tradition, par- particularly as recounted in the Kebra Naxt, the glory oh, like of the that. kings, offers a detailed narrative about the how, how the Ark came to Ethiopia Involving historical figures like King Solomon, the Queen of Sheba, their son, son Menelik, Menelik, and the, the <clears throat> see, I, would, I wouldn't see, um, see that's too far fetched. I wouldn't say that it's too far fetched uh, that theory because no, yeah. I mean, I, can I see mean, that Solomon happening. had it. Yeah, I can see that happening. Uh, absolutely, it's and one it, of the two. Right. So the only difference we have is the Maccabean account mm-hmm. in this one. Yeah. So there could be two. Well. I like I like your your theory that this one that they have in Ethiopia, let's just say that they do, is a replica, a fake. Yeah, that would be cool. It would be tight. That's yeah. some that's some careful planning on Solomon. <clears throat> well, they do have they do. There's a lot of replicas. <clears throat> yeah, they just said it right there. The Tabats. There's a lot of them. Not even just with the Ethiopians. Yeah, but I think that's all my notes, man. Yeah, I mean, they're cool. all over the planet. Uh, let's see. I, I went over what is the Ark. Uh, what happened to the Ark? I think we covered that. It was last seen in Second Chronicles. We really don't know what happened. There's just theories. What well, popped um, up again on the uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark? Well, yeah, right? Raiders of the Lost Ark. Oh, yeah, the Nazis. Let's talk about that. The Nazis were after it. Yeah. Yeah. How about in every, every movie where it depicts Nazis? They're always after some kind of spiritual relic. Including in, uh, in, the Mar- in Captain America. He was after that uh, time stone. I mean, the uh, space stone. The Tesseract. Yes. Yeah. As the as the other, yeah, as the off worlders call it, yeah, and then uh, of course Raiders of the Lost Ark, they were trying to get it because they thought it was going to give them some kind of superiority, yeah, over their enemies. And guess what? Their faces melted, dead. Yeah, dead. I'm, not, I'm not mad at it. D E D dead. Uh, let's see what was inside the ark. I already talked about that. There was uh, Aaron's staff that had budded. There oh, was yeah. also a gold jar of manna, and the stone tablets. I think those are the three things that were in it. Yeah. Which is kind of weird. I had the, uh, the, a gold jar of manna, but they weren't supposed to keep any of that. Or was this different manna? This is the same stuff. Was it? They said, don't keep, don't store it up. Well, God had told them to keep some. Oh, really? Yeah. I thought you said, don't keep any. Cause 
you know, we're going to give you a fresh mint every day. No, that, that part. And, and, and if you do, it went bad. Well, that was a it was remembrance. Spoiled. It was supposed to be a remembrance to them that uh, he fed them for 40 years. 40 years and 40 nights. The, symbol, the symbolism like we were talking about. Yeah. yeah. Oh, talking about the uh, Aaron's rod, not sure if you knew this. In number 17, 8, <clears throat> it talks about it. it sprouted, it budded and blossomed and produced almonds. Oh, almond butter. I love almond milk. <laughs> almond butter. <laughs> good stuff, man. I love some good almond milk. Symbolism. All that good stuff. That's dude. good. All right, dudes. Uh, I think that takes care of the Ark of the Covenant. We, I think we got to the bottom of it. Did we? Well, you think it's Ethiopia? It's one I, of two places. Ethiopia yeah. or underneath. Jason the, thinks it's still on the planet. Catacombs. I think it was destroyed when Nebuchadnezzar destroyed the, the temple. And I think it's at Joe Byron's house. <laughs> <laughs> hey, guys. Make sure you visit us at uh, www.bottomofthat.com. Check out our blog. For all of our show notes, resource material from there, you can also, guess what? Find us on social media, which is the devil's playground. Yeah, buddy. But we're there because we're the light. You can find us on Instagram, Facebook, and X and TikTok. Also, if you're listening on YouTube, Rumble, and BitChute, and you like this episode, please give me a share, subscribe, and leave a comment. If you're listening on any other podcasting platform, that's audio only. Please follow, turn on notifications so you never miss when we publish an episode. If you did not like the Ark of the Covenant episode, hey, I thank you for listening this long. And you can tune in next week. And you might hear Byron say, hey, I didn't touch the Ark. Yeah.